I teach my kids, don't let the world change you. We can become angry. We can become say, why did all this happen to me? Or we can say, I know why I walk through these valleys. I know why God led me through this to help others, to share my advice, anything that will help lift somebody else out of their despair, out of their situation, or give them that little glimpse of hope that it's just temporary and they can get through that peak or valley in their life. I see my victory so clear. So guys, it's time for some real talk. You hear me talk a lot about problems in pharmacy. You hear me talk a lot about self-care. But burnout is still rampant. The problems that we're facing, not just in healthcare, but in our world, are running amok. And it's not because of a lack of practice per se, but perhaps the focus is the thing that's off. Instead of only looking at self-care, what if we instead redirected to our soul care? That's what I'm excited to share with you today about a really dear friend who is taking her mission and really creating, may I say, scripting her brand to be lifted from the scripts. I am so honored to introduce to you all Dr. Maria Glukowski, founder of Lifted from the Scripts and a dear friend and sister in Christ. My friend, welcome to the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast. Adams, thank you so much for having me here. Saying I'm excited would be an understatement. I was so excited. I, I thought to be worthy on the Fit Pharmacist podcast, I did 100 sit-ups, 100 uh, push-ups. My kids thought I was crazy, but I, but I, but I, but I thought I had to be here. Um, you know, be, In order for me to be here, I had to do all those things. <laughs> no, no, you're more than worthy. And I love that you said that because we're going to dive right in about what fitness really is. So if you guys have been following me on social, on Instagram, anywhere, you know that I've been hosting Fit Pharmacist Friday, uh, someone that is a pharmacy student, a pharmacist, or now a pre-pharmacy student, just sharing their story, their mission about what fitness means to them. And a lot of times when you hear that, you think, oh, it's how many push-ups he can do, it's how <laughs> jacked he looks, it's how, it's how ripped she is in a bikini, but that's one small aspect, that's physical fitness. There's also mental fitness, but the thing that nobody talks about, but all of us struggle with is that of spiritual fitness. It's taboo, it's uncomfortable, but it's the thing that you've been seeking and searching for. When you feel like you have a damaged soul, when you feel that you're broken, why not seek advice from that who created it? And that's exactly what Dr. Marie is setting out to do with her brand and launching her podcast. And actually, that's how I met this wonderful woman because she had a, her pilot episode bringing together the, the four horsemen, really. <laughs> that's uh, a good yeah, the leaders of pharmacy that are really open about their faith and they work the front lines, they're doing it, men and women, and they found that this is the answer for how to manage everything because we try to do all these things. We try to do it all ourselves, but it's when we surrender and really give it up to God that we really start to thrive. And Dr. Maria, a lot of people might not know who you are or your story, which is just, it's honestly, it's a novel, if I can be frank, because it's such a testimony of God's love and of the impact that can be made for, from one person. Because a lot of us say, oh, I'm just one person, or they're only one person. But 
the things that you're doing for our profession are so profound and extend across so many borders and boundaries that I really want people to know who you are. And I know you don't like talking about yourself, so we're going to get that off the table. Um, but I really want you to share your story about what led you in the healthcare pharmacy and, and your, your spiritual journey through where you started and where you are today, if you'd like to share that, because honestly, it is just absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, thank you. So I don't think we have literally a month because I can go on talking about a month, but a brief version. So hello, everyone. Thank you so much for watching. And it's such an honor to be on the Fit Pharmacist podcast. I try to get through all your podcasts and I learn so much and literally just get rejuvenated um, physically, mentally, spiritually. And it's, it's such an honor to be here. So I, I'm an immigrant. I came to America about 28 years ago. So I came when I was seven and a half. We came as Je uh, Jewish refugees from Ukraine. And there, my parents had a great career. We had a great house. We had everything. And in Europe, it was not really a good time, you know, for certain Jewish populations and certain people. So we came to America for a better life. And we literally just came out just on time from communist uh, government. And my parents just had to start from all over. My dad was an engineer. My mom was an economist. They had a high degree, six-year degree. My dad used to teach. And we come to America and we start from scratch. And in a communist country, uh, you don't really talk about faith. And you don't talk about certain things about God and the Bible or things like that. It's, or if you, especially if you want to get a higher education, it's, you, you just can't do that. And I know a lot of people that wanted to go to med school really brilliant and they couldn't because of their faith in God. You had to actually denounce God to get a higher education. So I came to America and kids were mean. I didn't know the language and it's amazing that I'm speaking a language that I one day did not know. And you asked me, Dr. Martin asked me one day, do you like to read? And I said, I love to read. I used books and reading to learn the language. I went home that summer and I literally read 3,500 pages per day to learn the language, to write and just to read. And I came back the next year and the kids that were making fun of me for not knowing the language actually kind of knew the language better than them. And on my watch, I no longer allowed bullying to happen. They knew if I was there, bullying was just not going to happen. And I came to know God around 18 years old, right? When I graduated high school, someone shared the word and I just, I prayed. And as a scientist, I read all the books. I read every possible book that you can think of. And I prayed and I said, okay, as a scientist, right? I love chemistry at the time. I love biology. And I just researched and I prayed and I prayed and I said, show me who you are. I, I want to know the true and living God. And that's where I really repented and gave my life to God. And it's been almost, I'm, I'm 30, I shouldn't say my age. You never asked a woman's age, but I'm 36, so almost 18 years since I gave a promise to God and I started a new life to walk with God. And I changed in a way where I wanted him to always lead me. And it's so amazing where you just ask, where do you want me? What is my purpose for the day? And it is unbelievable the opportunities that will come to your door and knock and say, this is what I'm meant to do. This is what, who am I, who am I supposed to speak for with no voice? People who are forgotten in the darkest parts of the earth, this is where you want me. And I knew that I had to pursue something in medicine. I knew a lot of immigrants 
that went to the doctor, the clinic, and I didn't like how they were being treated. And I went to the free clinic once as a translator to serve as a translator. And I saw a pharmacist kind of just hand out medication and just not counsel or say anything at all. And I, and they just shut the door, like the little window. And I was like, wow, you know, I said, one day I'm going to look and I'm going to know every one of those medications. I'm going to counsel my patients. I'm going to let them know what they're taking it for, the side effects, things to really monitor and the parameters. And many years later, as I graduated pharmacy school, I went to volunteer at the same clinic to encourage the pharmacists that work there to educate, to have the little brown bags, to have signs, come come get to know your pharmacist. I had lines of people of just asking questions. And it was such an amazing thing that where I saw one liter, one event, like literally 16 years later, I got to be there and encourage those pharmacists for kind of a better movement of what they can do for patients. And it was either medical school or pharmacy school. And uh, at the time, I took the same courses for med school and pharmacy school. And after two years, I applied to pharmacy school um, and I got in and it was such a hard time. It was a very competitive time at the moment. So I just prayed on it and I said, Lord, if this is the way you want me to take, you know, I will get in. And it was, it was literally, it was extremely competitive. And I did, I got that acceptance letter and nobody believed me because it was on the day of April fool's day and, uh, graduation, no yeah, graduation class, whoever's watching class 2008, most of you got your acceptance letters on April Fool's Day, and nobody believed me that I got in. <laughs> no so way. It's, it's pretty funny. So um, fast forward, I started as a community pharmacist. I started with a brand new pharmacy that I was looking for to have a choice and a chance to kind of build it as my own. I didn't own it, but it was a brand new pharmacist uh, of a new pharmacy. And I built so many programs and seminars, and I became very close with my patients. We had six-year goals, and I literally remember district managers coming every week and saying, what are you doing? What are you doing? What principles are you following with your patients that you're surpassing six-year goals at your six, 12, 18-month marks? And I said, literally, there's no secret. I'm just literally showing love and care to my patients. I would have people come in and say, hey, I'm a neighbor of this patient. I heard about you. I just want you to be my pharmacist. And just this trust and love and care that everybody felt. It was so, it just, it came through. At, at the time, I had no idea at the time. But I literally, I said, I, I have no, no answer for you. I have no algorithm. I have no guidelines for you. I literally take every patient as a family member and I treat them how I would want to be treated. And I had many MTM programs, clinical programs. It was just truly amazing to get to know my patients, to form that personal connection, to practice how I always dreamt of practicing pharmacy. Um, a few years down, uh, it was, it was, I actually always wanted to teach and I didn't do residency at the time because I just had loans and I said, I got to get out and start working and I'll do maybe residence down the line. And I always wanted to teach and I wanted to encourage other pharmacy students to be amazing pharmacists because that was in our hands for them to see, like I was a preceptor for pharmacy students to see us and say, wow, that's a, that's a very nice pharmacist. This is the way I want to practice. I wanted them to see that and feel that and pass that on to them. And I remember there was a position at the university pharmacy school opened up and I had people say, well, you need a two-year residency. I applied and I, I wasn't invited and I applied and I got the interview and the assistant dean did give me a chance. And I did that for a few semesters until I got pregnant and then I couldn't do, you know, three jobs at the time. I was doing a little consulting to help other pharmacies grow their business and community and teaching so hopefully one day, maybe next year I'll go back. But that was incredible too. Every time someone said this cannot be done or you won't get in or this is not possible, 
I always said, God, is this the way you want me to take? If it is, let me know. And then he would just kind of open my ways, show me the path for me to take. And it was amazing, like how he just opened doors and it went that way. And for many years, um, since I was in pharmacy school, I remember I did one presentation and I'm going to quote my professor if he's going to watch. He's the innovator of the drug tramadol, Ultram. And I did this one presentation as a pharmacy student, you're terrified because this professor is watching your presentation. And, you know, sometimes our professors rip us apart a little bit um, <laughs> for, for, for a good purpose, because we are going to yeah. go in rotations. We are going to present in front of physicians and hospitals and CEOs and surgeons. And we need to know what we're talking about to gain their respect. And at the end, he said, out of the 40 years of pharma industry, that is, has to be the best, if not, if not one of the best presentations that I've ever seen. And I, it just hit me so hard because at the wow. time I, I didn't think of myself as a powerful speaker or just that being my gift or anything. And I wasn't sure what I wanted to do with it yet, but I said, if I do have this gift, I do want to use it for patients. I want to counsel. I want to educate. I want to change the course of their lives as far as their disease states. I want to sit down with them and show them how to control the A1C, their blood pressure, do all these wonderful things. And it just, this idea was in the back of my mind for many, many years. And a few months ago, I, I talked to a friend, Kim Newlove, and she just, I, I kind of ran the idea and she held me accountable. And she said, what are you going to do about it? Are you taking the first step? I said, I'm so busy. I'm so busy with kids and work and everything. And she kind of held me accountable. And I, I said, you know what? I'm going to do it. And I watched three people for a while, Dr. Martin, which is you. I read your post, your little videos, everything that you posted. I said, wow, there's someone else that is like me. There's someone else with a heart to show people that he cares, to inspire, to motivate you. And I started challenging myself as far as my health, you know, to get back into shape. What am I doing? I started taking walks and I just started listening to everything you were saying and one post I saw that you got someone back with God. And I said, wow, this was posted on LinkedIn. And I thought that was so powerful. I said, he's going to be definitely one of the people for this panel. And I watched Dr. Harris for a long time too. And I always say his heart is so tangible. I, again, I always think he's a robot. <laughs> I hope he's not going to get mad at me for saying this, but I don't in think- In a good way. He, in a good way. What, yeah. he, what he has accomplished, I don't know if that's humanly possible. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, he's just, he's so brilliant. I started kind of challenging my health aspect of everything he was teaching for his patients in the public and joy. I've known her for a while and just kept reading her articles. And that really motivated me and encouraged me as far as prayer and my faith and my walk with God. And I said, all these people have such an important kind of part in my life. What if I got them together to do the same for others? combined encouragement, motivation, inspiration, challenging people, mental health, spiritual health, what you were talking about, physical health. And I did something scary. I went one by one and I wrote you guys messages. And I said, I had this idea for a panel. Can you join me? And I, I didn't read the messages for a while because I wasn't sure about the answer. And one by one, you guys all took a chance on me and said, yes. So here we are <laughs> talking about this. Wow. <laughs> Well, first off, I didn't take no chance. That was a guarantee. The God, God is at work in your soul without a doubt. And the amount of love that emanates in all the things you do, the messages, the posts, the comments, everything, not just with me, but with anyone. And just like you said, when 
you were practicing in the community. You treat everyone like family. And I see that. And just like you, you watch people before you engage with them. And as an influencer, that's what you do because oftentimes people say one thing and do another. So just watching their actions will speak who they are. And that's exactly what you do because it's who you are. And I am just so honored and, and thank you for sharing your testimony and your story because it's the amount of, of trauma and oppression and adversity that you went through. No one listening to this could possibly understand. It, it's, it's insurmountable. And the fact that you're here with a smile and just looking to like help others and just give love is just an amazing testament to the power of Jesus. It really is, guys. And, and it's just like, my heart feels so full right now. <laughs> Man. But just like you said, there's so many amazing points that you made just in sharing your testimony, which was just uh, a book of inspiration, truly. Um, But you said there are a few points along your career path and your personal life where you wanted to make it, you wanted to make a decision or take an action. And and you said, you know, what do I do? I'm not, I'm not qualified. I'm not good enough. This and that limiting beliefs, right? The enemy creeping in, ask and it shall be given. So you did that and things just started to happen. Just like the podcast, you reach out to people that, that you looked up to and you're like, oh, they, they're too busy for me or you know, they, they won't like this or they, they'll think I'm crazy. And, and by the way, you said, oh my God, there's someone out there like me and you referenced me. Well, we might be similar, but I'm more, I'm more goofy than you are. So I'm just going to make that right up here. <laughs> so I will, I don't, I I don't claim, so. I hold claim to that. That's mine. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm the weird one. Um, but no, so, so many valuable things guys. And by the way, I didn't know that that's how she found out about me through po- social media and posting. I didn't know that until just now wow. she said, you, you said that you were watching me, but I didn't know what you meant. So I want you guys to hear this because I talk a lot about branding and social media and putting yourself out there and creating content to help others. And a lot of times you feel stuck or you start questioning yourself. Because you're like, is this even making a difference? I'm not getting X amount of likes or my followers are dwindling or whatever. You never know how one piece can impact someone. And this right here is the exact thing I'm talking about. I had no clue that that post resonated with her like that. No clue. I don't know if you commented on or liked it. I don't know. But I just found this out from something that was posted months ago. It was a seed that was planted that had amazing impact on someone that I didn't even realize. And that's why you do things. It's not to get likes or or glory or ego boost. It's to literally put out value and help other people. If you do that, this is what will happen. It's sowing the seeds long-term, building the relationships so that you can help others genuinely. Not so that you can, you know, walk them into a sale, but so that you can actually help someone just for the sake of helping someone. If you focus on that, you are going to thrive and create a brand like you wouldn't believe. And that's exactly what Dr. Maria is doing right now because she's at a place where she's banded together people who believe in her so much that oftentimes she says things like, why do you guys believe in me so much? (laughs) I'm going to cut you off and I've never worked with a coach and I, I had one conversation with you and I kind of, you could call it a mental block. And I had certain ideas and I wasn't sure. And I, I, I wanted it to have a title, a name for something that meant a lot. And I thought about all the things 
that God did for me. He lifted me out of the world. He lifted me to greater light. He lifted me to a great country. He, he, he lifted me so much and gave me joy. And I said, it has to be lifted. And I said, just something's missing. And we talked that day and everything became clear, kind of just, just a tunnel vision of my purpose. All these ideas came in and my mission. And you're, you're really a genius when it comes to ideas and all the things you said and kind of like a light went off. And I said, yeah, this is exact clarity that I wanted. And the confidence you had in me, I said, I can't believe you do guys believe in me more than I do myself. And just everything you're just, that's your thing. That's your, your gift beyond branding, just who, what you want to do with your gifts and talents and who you want to be and how you want that to define. And I guess, you know, that, that is what you say becoming your brand and, and you're very professional. It's interesting. You're fun, you're professional and really cool to work with. And, and I was just telling you earlier, right before you hit record, that's a very rare thing in this world to have all those qualities combined. And it's, it's fun. It gives you empowerment and it's self-esteem and all the things that, that push that I needed. And, um, I want to say thank you. So you helped me with the second part, uh, lifted from the scripts, the scripts having a double meaning scripture and prescription. And I said, yes, this was the other part of me. I'm no longer a pharmacist and a believer. I'm, I'm one person. Those things are, it's who I am together. Both of those two pieces make who I am. Amen. Well, you're making me blush here. I'm gonna have to edit this out. (laughs) No, but it's an honor because I, I, I see people, that's one of my gifts is seeing people that have this calling and they're not sure of the direction or they've tried and they're starting to just, the, the enemy's getting in their head and they are told things they can't do or they start comparing the, the, the wrong things. So that's really my calling is stepping in and saying, oh yes, you can. And just like you said, I make it fun. I talk to you, but I will challenge you. I'm not just yeah. going to hold pom-poms and say, you can do yes. it. I like, agree. Oh. Yeah. And you're not going to just be like, oh, Adam, I'm stuck on the name. I'm not just be like, you can do it. Just keep <laughs> thinking, praying. No. You, like, so I say this all the time. Yes, Jesus take the wheel, but you've got to put your foot on the gas. Work is required. And that's what I help you to do. I'm going to challenge you because I know the potential that you have. And I want you to realize it because once you, once you see that, it's going to be, you don't need me. It's like you have this inside you, this inner greatness. It's always been there. It's not being better or becoming a different person. It's allowing that person that's been great inside you all along to come out and to be that and to give that voice. And what you're doing is not just giving yourself a voice, but you're using that gift, which is a voice, by the way, to be a voice for people that are in the dark, that feel oppressed that feel like they're not good enough and things like that, that it's a spiritual battle. Guys, we are every day at spiritual warfare, every single day. That's why when you listen to Christians, we say like daily dive into the word, be with Jesus every day, prayer, all like daily devotion. There's a reason we're at war, all right? So I just want you guys to realize that. And and the gift that Dr. Maria has is just literally emanating the love that she has because she's gone through so much. And that's what just amazes me. Despite all that she's been through, she shows up with even more love to give even more and to help others rise. And it is just so inspiring. So while you say that, oh, you know, I inspire or whatever, you're the one that inspires me, my friend. Thank you. You're the reason I do this. I seek people 
and and every coach's dream is to have someone that that listens and is you know quote coachable, whatever you want to call it. People that just are they are relentless. They're always trying to to grow. They're willing to hear the hard things that they don't want to hear but need to hear, and they're willing to put in the work. And that's exactly who you are. And I am just beyond honored to be a part of your dream, your your baby, because I know, I see the vision long-term, what this is going to be. And it's not just me. There's other amazing people like Dr. Harris, Joya, that they're involved in this. But the big thing is the big guy upstairs, yeah. because like you said, there's no coincidence. This is your calling. Each of us were brought in to help support that and make sure that you see it too. Because once you do, you're going to be unstoppable because that's who you've been this whole time. Thank you. Yeah. And, and you were talking about all the things that's happening in the world. I think you need hope, you need encouragement, you need inspiration. And I, I wish I had a lot of it going through the trials and the valleys that I was going through. And I said, there has to be a purpose why I went through what I went through to give that hope, to give that encouragement, to share our experiences and educate, um, Anything, if you, we enjoy, we talked about right before um, the, the whole thing went live. And she said, Marie, if we can just help one person. And I said, you're right, Joy. That's our goal. If one person is just listening, something that I became really passionate about was mental health. And the CDC's list, you know, the pharmacist for risk of suicide, and the, the pharmacist actually took their lives. It's, it's way up there. And I always say, I wish I talked to that pharmacist and said, take them out, you know, take yourself out of the situation, take yourself out of the job. It is not worth it. There is hope. And it's kind of thinking, and it breaks my heart. It's a fellow pharmacist. It could be any of our coworkers, our previous pharmacy students who we precepted. And just to give that hope to know they're not alone, to seek help, to get help and kind of see the light at the end of the tunnel to remove themselves from the situation. I think it's so important and it's so needed right now. And I, I, I asked you guys to be part of the panel because I saw that from every one of you, every one of you kind of gave that, that hope and that spirit and that love. And I, I was watching, and I said, yeah, people need to see this and to get you guys together to have this greater power to have and to deliver it to people, whoever is watching. So I, I completely agree with everything you said. Well, it, I'm just I'm just the messenger, and it's it's all the truth. So, but that that's exactly what what you're doing now. Most pharmacy students and pharmacists struggle with standing out among the competition. So, at ScriptureBrand.com, we help you create your ultimate competitive edge, your personal brand. Once you have that, you'll also have the freedom to do what you love instead of having to settle being trapped working a dead-end job. www.scriptyourbrand.com. Enroll today so that we can help you create your tomorrow. I just want you to share like your vision. So you, you talked about the panelists, you talked about you know the, the journey of, of your career and where you're at now with, with what you're doing for pharmacy and specifically for us as pharmacists. And the struggles that we have when we do start doubting ourselves, when we do feel like we're less than, or we start falling in that trap of comparison, or we feel overwhelmed, and you even touched on suicide, which does happen way more than you guys think. 
or than people are telling you. So can you share a little bit about the premise for this podcast, for your brand, and really what your, your mission is to help people, not just in pharmacy, but long-term in healthcare with what you're trying to do with, with your passions, with your story to help those that you're going to be serving? Yeah. So as far as the 12 years as a pharmacist, I wanted to also educate as far as the Z states goes. I wanted to bring to the table what a pharmacist, a pharmacy student, or anyone who's watching who can say, hey, I didn't know this about my health. Hey, I can take baby steps. Hey, I really want to take health into my hands. And I wanted to share everything that I learned that proved to work and was super effective for my patients where I saw A1C numbers go down, blood pressure under control, weight loss, that push, that encouragement, just to sit down with a patient or a neighbor or a friend or anyone who's watching and say, what can I do? What is the next step? So to bring our educational background, our professional experience, my faith and everything that we learned and kind of for somebody to see and say, I'm not alone. Somebody faced the struggle. They went through it, they overcame it, so can I. There is hope. So to know that they're definitely not alone and just kind of give it a chance and joy. And um, I'll give a little preview, but in her intro video, she said, if you just open your heart, and a lot of people do have open hearts right now, they are seeking something, whatever they're going through right now. And if they just kind of listen, I feel like they're going to get a lot of benefit from it as far as educational or mental support or physical support or spiritual support. So my ultimate goal is to have a community of kindness and support and to push that love towards each other, where if we have a choice of supporting someone or not supporting a coworker, a pharmacist that you're working with and you see they're struggling, don't kind of ignore it. We're all busy. I, I know everybody has a life, a personal life, kids, moms, dads, but kind of to give that little tension or support to the person and say, hey, what are you going through? Is there any way I can support you? Because you never know what that pharmacist is thinking. And what if you might just be that person or that light that may save their life that day? You, you never know. So just to form a community of people and just to kind of challenge people who are watching to say, I want to choose kindness. And it was this amazing quote I saw on LinkedIn the other day. And it said, of all the things in the world, we can choose to be, choose to be kind. And through that kindness, you can start a chain reaction, random acts of kindness for one person. That person can pass on to 50 people, to hundreds, to thousands. And we can help so many people through that. And for people kind of to be inspired by that. And wherever point you are in your life, if you're listening, just to challenge them to do one good thing, just even if not to buy, just kind of pick up the phone and encourage somebody. If you see somebody, an elderly walking on the street or in line, or just kind of do the right thing and do a random act of kindness and see where that goes and pay it forward with everything we've been through. I say you can kind of change and I teach my kids, don't let the world change you. Mm. We can become angry. We can become say, why did all this happen to me? Or we can say, I know why I walk through these valleys. I know why God led me through this to help others, to share my advice, anything that will help lift somebody else out of their despair, out of their situation, or give them that little glimpse of hope that it's just temporary and they can get through that peak or valley in their life. I love what you said. Don't let the world change you. And I'm going to piggyback on that. Yeah. Change the world. Yes. And that's exactly, so guys, we all face a lot of hardship. I mean, pharmacy, the synonym for pharmacy is stress. 
And if you don't, it's real talk. I mean, y'all are nodding your heads like, mm-hmm, I know he treats me. So here's the thing though. There are so many soul issues, things like feeling you're not enough, feeling like you should be farther ahead in life, feeling like you're not as good a pharmacist as you should be, feeling like you're less than, feeling like these things that are weighing down your soul, that by the way, every single one of us faces, but nobody talks about. And that's exactly what we're going to be diving into and what Dr. Maria is going to be spearheading are these soul issues that are destroying pharmacists, pharmacy students. This greatness that you all have inside you, that's the enemy literally snuffing out your flame. We're going to be talking about these. We're going to be exposing the truth on these and how to walk through and do these. We're not preachers. We're not ministers, none of that. We're literally... Christians that are pharmacists that face the same crap you do. And we've had enough to the point where we banded together and created a community that you can have kindness, not judgment, but acceptance, and just a place to have a discussion. And if you don't want to talk, you can listen because that's what Dr. Maria is going to be doing. She's going to be making a podcast dedicated to soul care, to being lifted from the scripts to be guiding you through that from the best experts in the profession who walk that path, see that struggle, and are offering you an alternative to be the best version of yourself. You're not going to be perfect, and that's not what you should seek, and that's not who any of us are, and that's not what Jesus wants for you either. He sees your progress, and he loves that more than perfection. That's what we're going to be dispensing. That's what we are offering for you guys is a place, a community that Dr. Maria has been building and is inviting you to be a part of across all social media platforms. And I'm so, so proud of you, my friend, because this is not a light topic to go yes. after. Oh, let's go after the biggest things that are destroying pharmacists and making people <laughs> feel like garbage. Oh, yeah, I'll do that. That's not easy. You're going to have adversity. You're going to have setbacks, but you have support. You're called for this. And that's exactly what faith is. You have no clue how this is going to work, and neither do I. But you have faith, and that's exactly what faith is. It's walking towards your calling without knowing how, but knowing why. And know that you're, one, not alone because he's got your back, but now you've got three other people that got you too. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And sometimes I, I looked at it as a bad thing, a quality ever since as I was a child, I, I, I noticed I could feel for people, you know, when somebody was going through something, a hardship or anything. And I said, I, I really can feel it's such a, I thought it was a disadvantage, a negative thing. But as I grow old, got older and I went through pharmacy school and I became a practitioner, I saw that's what made me a good pharmacist feeling that person when they just got diagnosed with cancer and they're at the pharmacy and they're just crying and they needed that hug or that encouragement to help them call them later, see how they're doing with the medicine. And I, I saw that as a good quality. It was, it was my strength and no longer became my weakness. Yes. And my daughter and I read a, a book about Helen Keller's short story. And it was, um, she had a quote and how she changed the world. She, just was a woman she couldn't hear or see. She she lost those senses since she was a child, I think about one year old. And she said, the best and most beautiful things in the world cannot be seen or even touched. 
they must be felt with the heart. And she changed so much for people with disabilities. And my daughter said, can this one woman change so much? And I said, yeah, she can. She let her heart lead. And she took that as a strength that she felt for people, people like her. And she just changed the world for people with disabilities. So it's interesting, too, how we can see our things, characteristics that we thought once they were our weaknesses and use them as our strengths and know why, what's our purpose and why God created us to be. And I'm, I'm in the process of publishing a, a children's book also. And the whole moral of the story, my daughter helped me write that we are perfect just the way we are. No twinging, no changing. Everything about us, God predestines. So predestined. So we are who we are, exactly how he wanted us to be made. So it's for adults, it's for pharmacists, it's for kids, anybody who's been through bullying or adversity or any situation, there's a reason why. You may not see it, why you were made or why you are who you are, but you will see that and just, you know, hang in there and just know that you are perfectly made. The thing you've been counting out is the exact thing God has been counting on. The thing that you have as pain is actually your purpose. And if you really take a step back and look at that, that's exactly what it was meant for. And I love that you said that. And you're the perfect testament to this. You've gone through so much and you're helping others. Like I went through that. Here's how I'm going to help you. And that where I was before, I'm going to walk with you through that. You don't have to be alone. You aren't alone. And here's a community that you're creating to help with that. And I am just, ah. Uh, Thank you so much. Yeah, it, you're, just, you're just an amazing human, seriously. Like you're the, you're the stereotypical pharmacist that when people go into pharmacy, they're like, I want to be like you. Yeah, that's, that's you. You know, many times when I just became, a, or right before I became a pharmacist, it's everybody had the struggle. We're going to talk about it. Um, you're one day you're a pharmacy intern and this, the next you go to sleep and you wake up as a pharmacist and you have the whole pharmacy on your shoulders. You have the texts running around and you're the boss. Everyone's asking you the questions and everybody had this self doubt. Can I be this amazing pharmacist? And, and I, and I think all the pharmacy students, I, the last eight months I've been working on the project and a lot of them say that, can I, can I do it? And I said, a lot of us have done that before you. So they, they definitely need that and they long for that support to know that, again, we walked in their shoes. We were in that path before and they, you know, they're going to be a pharmacist. They're going to overcome their struggles and fear. Wow. And I love that you're going to the source too, because I mean, parenting is a huge job in and of itself and, and a tremendous responsibility and the gift at the same time. But yeah, so children's book, is that like coming out soon or in the works or tell me yep. about that? Uh, I'm not sure the exact time, but we're going to be, we're working on publishing. Yeah. Oh, you know, I'm going to be sharing that. <laughs> yeah. And it's, you know, it, it's a children's story, but it's, it's for everybody. It's literally for adult, the adult that's going to be reading the book with the child or anyone in the world, literally with a disability or no disability, or if you're a superhuman being, you think you got it all figured out, but we all have something that we always wonder why are we made this certain way? And it's literally has so many this little book has so many parallels with my faith and my life story and everything that I went through and just the super important message that everybody can hear. And not only pharmacist suicide is going up, but teen suicide. And it's, it's just heartbreaking as a mom 
and I just thought, what can I do? Like, it doesn't sit well with me. There's something, it's just, it's, it's heartbreaking. And I said, what can I do about it? And writing has become my passion and it, I've been using it to kind of touch people's lives on a greater scale. You know, more people reading it, um, something versus at the pharmacy. And um, I, I chose the little path too to take to see how it can impact people on a greater scale who would be reading it. And literally it's for everybody, again, to know that you are perfectly made and you're perfectly designed with all your things that you think are negative. But they're the, the positive. It's such a, like a mind blow because like your whole life, I mean, seriously, I mean, I've always been super weird. I'd never fit in. And I was like, why can't I just fit in? I just want to be the popular kids, blah, blah, blah. That's what's making me unique. Like that's my brand. It's, it's founded on my weirdness. Yeah. Uh, you can use unique. That sounds better, but whatever you want to do. So again, that's the thing is the thing that you've been counting out is the exact thing that God's been counting on. And that's what we are here to talk about. And I'm, I'm so excited for you. And uh, oh, the things I see you doing, this is just the beginning. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. And yeah, and if you were just an average guy, would it be the same fit pharmacist? You are who makes the fit pharmacist, this brand. And and I can see just talking with you here why you were voted the most influential pharmacist, because it's not that you're just an average person. You have all these unique, I wouldn't say weird, a lot of unique, <laughs> I'm serious, a lot of unique abilities about you. And that's what makes you you. And that's why all these people are resonating and touching base and connecting with you. And they're seeing that and forming that connection. Well, thank you for saying that. But, yeah. But yeah, I just, uh, I'm just do, doing his work and saying what, what next? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So tell us about the podcast where you're active on social, because I want people that are listening to this that don't know you. I mean, I don't have to sell you after just listening yeah. to your story. People are probably like, okay, where do I reach her? Where do I reach her? <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, so I'm, I'm getting much better with social media. I just actually signed on to Instagram. You're the star, rock, rock star there. Um, I'm more active on LinkedIn. I do have an account on Facebook, but I haven't, but I will become more active there. And we are going to form a YouTube channel. So just give me one quick link. You can watch the videos, get lifted, get encouraged, get motivated, get inspired, and hopefully it will touch somebody's heart and whatever path they're walking on, know that they're not alone and we've been through it and to feel that support and feel lifted up. And, um, and, and, and that's my goal. And again, if it's just, if we can help just one person listening, I it's, it's beyond what I wanted to accomplish already. Straight magic source from love. I love everything that you said, everything that you are. I just am so grateful for you, my friend. So thank you so much. Thank you for sharing your story and for everything here. Uh, guys, like I said, you need to be engaging with this woman. LinkedIn is where she's like a superstar at. She posts tons of awesome content. That's where we connected. Yeah. Not, not Instagram because I had to bring her over <laughs> to the fun side. <laughs> you converted me to Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, she's crushing it on LinkedIn. She puts out great content. You've probably seen it before, but definitely check her out. I'll have all of her links to her social media in the show notes below. But guys, this has been a blast of an episode. I hope you found tremendous value, tremendous hope, and tremendous inspiration from this woman, your sister and pharmacist, Dr. Maria Bukowski, signing off with Dr. Adam Martin of the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast. Go forth, be great, and dispense your full potential. <laughs>